and welcome to At First Glance, a podcast where we take a glance at movies, television, video games, comics, and we tell you if they are worth a second. Today we are talking about Tenant, the new movie directed by the one and only Christopher Nolan, and I'm your host, Jeremy McKinley, joined by Jamie. Welcome, Jamie. Thank you for having me. Great to have you on the podcast. Finally, it's been uh, it's been a work in progress. But I'm going to start by asking you this question. Um, are you a Christopher Nolan fan? Of course. Yes, of course. But of course. Of course. Like everybody is? Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, what's, your, what's your favorite? The following. Dark Knight and Dunkirk. Cool. Bold choice. Most people don't put Dunkirk in their favorite Nolan movies, but it is a respected movie. I thought it was fantastic. Fun fact, the only Nolan movie to make me cry. Because he's a great director, but he's generally a bit dry, a bit cold on the emotions. And that is making true. Me warm. Did you cry at the end? Yes. I, I cried I cried when the guy's trying to give him a soda through, mm-hmm. the, through the bus. I cried there. Mm. But anyway, talking about Tenet, the new movie, whenever Nolan drops that new joint, I am all over it. Unfortunately, we are living in a pandemic, so it took a little while to... Um, see this one thank god somebody lives close to a drive a drive-in movie theater so we're able to uh, see it on the big screen in some way shape or form so starting off tenant how would i break this movie down in a simple way it is i feel like it's like if you cross james bond with time travel but also with a new concept of inversion why did you feel like it's like James Bond? Because the character is literally a spy, and he's and he's literally like wearing suits and doing espionage stuff. Yeah, I guess so. I didn't get James Bond vibes. I did. Brother was smooth. Yeah. He was smooth. He kicked a lot of ass. You even missed a fight scene in a kitchen. He was pretty badass too. And that. I had to go to the bathroom. You had to go to the bathroom, but it, but there was a fight scene with him. It was a quick fight scene, but it was like very good. Also, uh, fun uh, fun thing that I, I I enjoyed about this: Nolan is not very good at his fight scenes, or has has been like one of his only weaknesses in movies. If you ever watch any of the Batman movies, his fight scenes are pretty lackluster. Uh, he kind of stepped up his game in Inception with that great hallway fight, but he kind of needed to to have that be shot in wides in order for for you to actually enjoy the spectacle of, of a gravity shifting hallway you can't really have that if the camera's all up close and uh, since then he's uh, he's gotten better and his uh, his hand-to-hand fightings are better here uh, specifically one with involving uh, two characters going in two different directions and I thought it was a uh, it was uh, quite something and Jamie here doesn't even really care for fight scenes and even that made her go wow that, that's pretty cool yeah that's really really cool yeah and uh, it, and it's so much is done practically when it, when it comes to a Nolan film that it makes it feel realer. So like, he, of course, he's not a guy that will shy away from you know using CGI, but he just uses it, but he he uses it more to enhance as opposed to using it as a crutch. Meaning like, mm-hmm. like whenever someone does something impossible in like that fight scene, for example, then he'll use it. But most but most of it is literally just people, and they had to choreograph a, a fight scene with had people going in different directions, and it was just. Uh, it was, I kind of want to like watch it, rewind it, and see how that, see how it looks that way too. Oh, a yeah. lot of this movie, I feel like you want to watch it. Rewind that, you're gonna it. watch it, yeah. Rewatch it. A lot of the scenes. Oh yeah, it's uh, 
it's definitely uh, a one uh, a movie that uh, requires rewatch to get a full appreciation for it. I would say to say this movie is a bit confusing is an understatement. Would you say so? I would say so. But I would also say that it's one of those movies that's confusing, but not in a disheartening way, not in a way that makes you disinterested in watching it. Yeah, I was definitely interested in everything that was going on. I was never bored. I was just confused a lot. Yeah, this movie does a... It moves at a breakneck pace. Like, it starts off with just, like, something's going down, and then now we're here, and then now we're here, you know what I mean? And now we're here, and and the character's like, so what's going on? And you just got to keep up. Okay, just trust and feel it. We ain't got time to explain this for very long. And there are even moments where characters will say something that feels like they're kind of looking at the audience going, yo, are you still still here? (laughs) No. We had someone leave in the drive. Yeah, we did have somebody leave like halfway through the movie. They were just they just checked out. There's even a moment during the end when they're planning this big this big battle, and all this ex- all this exposition is going on. You know, we're gonna do this plan. We're gonna go here. We're gonna blow this up. But we're gonna try to fail here to do this to do this to do uh, to do all of this. And after that was over, I looked over at Jamie and said, "That's great. Now I would want to hear all that again in English." Please. Was that Aaron Taylor Johnson? That was Aaron Taylor Johnson. Who? That was we noticed that at the same time. Yeah, we were well, like, is that Aaron? Taylor yeah, I, I, apparently, like a full beard and like making your voice more like Jason Statham just changes everything about a man. Because <laughs> he was all of a sudden he was like, but he's a man. Because <laughs> I'm so used to him being like, I mean, I saw him in Godzilla and he was just he's 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 fine. He's just. He, for me, he rarely stands out oh as an actor. Oh my god, he totally did to me. I loved Angus Songs and Full Frontal Snogging, and he was amazing in that. And also in Nowhere Boy. He was adorable. And then all I, of a sudden he yeah, has a beard. I, I, I think he's fine in Nowhere Boy. <gasps> I don't. He didn't blow me away. It's amazing. I don't think it's amazing. So he met his wife. It's a love story, too. Aww. Huh? So... <laughs> So now that we're done talking about Aaron Taylor Johnson, and, he's actually not in it that much. He's not in it all that much. So much time but uh, <laughs> yeah, he's in it. Uh, we also had Kenneth Branagh, who was the antagonist, and he was quite good. Very, very scary. Like not very, very scary, but very like he he definitely was like intimidating. He had that personality that I don't know. I feel like he's someone that could exist. I feel like where he wasn't like. His, bon- his attitude of, like, if I can't have it, then nobody can. Yeah, he's a Bond villain. Yeah. Was, like, believable. It wasn't, like, overly, like, mustache twirling, like... No, but what he wanted was still pure evil. Yeah. Yeah, like, it wasn't like there was no, like, there's no, like, there's no, like, oh, I can see his side of this thing and he's trying to help. No, he ain't, okay. not, he's not trying to help no, at all. <laughs> at all. But it is... Like some, uh, it's, uh, I wouldn't quite say world domination, but it is to that scale of, like, world-ending stakes. But in a way that, uh, I thought was cool. And, uh, I really, I really enjoyed it. Again, I don't really have else much to say because I don't really want to spoil this. All I can say is watch this at least two to three times. I've only watched it once. I definitely, uh, I'm going to watch it multiple times. I'm definitely going to buy this one. Um, as of right now, I would say that the score I would give this movie is an 8.5 out of 10, uh, with, with, uh, with subsequent watches, I will, will probably go up to a higher rating, but for right now, given that there are uh, some things that I did not, uh, catch because there's just so much going on, 
Um, that's what I can give right now, but I'm pretty sure that I'll probably love it more and more uh, as time goes on. Uh, Jamie? Um, I would say a helpful hint to people watching this movie is to pay attention to color because that really helps see who's going forward and who's going backward. People going forward in time are usually red. People that are inverted are blue a lot of the time, so that really helps. Um, I would give it a TBD out of 10 because I'm still very, very confused, but there are so many fun fan theories going on about the characters that I really, that make the movie even more fun. Like, to, like, I don't even know if I, like, think any of them are valid or not, but it's just, like, makes the movie more fun to watch. Yeah, it's fun to talk about, too, because, like, there are things that, like, aren't spelled out, and and if you want to have that theory... That theory could have, that theory in your head could make it richer for yeah. you. Yeah. So it's, I it's one of those. I think once movies. I watch the movie and understand it, I feel like it's gonna be. I'll give it like probably a ten out of ten. But, but I'm at, still very confused at this moment. So TVD. But as of right now, you would still recommend it, though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Big time. Cool, cool. Well, we're gonna leave it at that. Thank you for joining us at First Glance. You can listen to us on iTunes and on Podbean. And until then, I'm Jeremy McKinley. I'm Jamie. And thank you for joining us.